Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigskinDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. SHN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends in sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to a sports break, an abbreviated one today. Not a lot of history going on for May 2nd, but we have some great items to share with you just the same. But we're going to start off with a baseball Hall of Famer and his birthday today. But before we do, let's make sure you know how to get a hold of us to send us your feedback. It's pigskindispatch at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. I'd love to know your your likes, dislikes, and maybe some items that uh, you'd like to see us uh, talk about or, and do some research on. We'd sure love to do that because that's one thing that we love to do here. Look up some great sports history for you and sharing it. Now, that baseball birthday. How about May 2nd, 1887 in Millerton, New York? Baseball Hall of Fame infielder Eddie Collins was born. Now, Collins played for the Philadelphia Athletics and the Chicago White Sox during his Major League Baseball career. Now, Eddie was on the World Series champion teams of 1910, 11, 13, 17, 1929, and 1930. He was an American League Most Valuable Player in 1914, and he had four American League Stolen Base Leaders championships uh, where he was the best guy stealing the bases quite the thief on the baselines Mr. Eddie Collins and his birthday we celebrate today now speaking of baseball let's stick with it here and go to May 2nd 1876 and second baseman for the Chicago White Stockings Ross Barnes hit the first home run in National League history on this day in a way Barnes helped the formation of the National League from 1871 to 1875, Barnes was a leader in many batting categories of the NL, the National Association, I'm sorry, back then. Just before the 1875 season ended, however, Barnes and four other Boston Red Stockings players jump shipped and committed to play for Chicago. As the story goes, Chicago owner William Holbert made a move to form the National League just before the migration of these players occurred and causing the NA to disband. Speaking of the National League, how about May 2nd, 1909, and a guy named Honus Wagner stole second base, then third, and even home plate in the first inning against the Cubs. Yeah, they were playing the Pirates that day. Honus Wagner, one of the great third basemen in baseball history. In May 2nd, 1923, pitching sensation of the Washington Senators, Walter Johnson, blanked the New York Yankees 3 to nothing as he tossed his 100th shutout of his career. And in 1939, on the 2nd of May, number four Lou Gehrig of the New York Yankees had his streak of 2,130 consecutive games play end as the Yankees crushed the Detroit Tigers by the score of 22-2. Old uh, Mr. Lou Gehrig could take a break that day with his Yankees scoring 20-plus runs over their opponents. 
Now, let's go to some more great baseball history, and we love to stop at thisdayinbaseball.com. They have a great selection from every day of the baseball season, and we would like to jump through a couple of those and, and let you know that in the 1944 on May 2nd, Charlie Chance of the Philadelphia Phillies takes a 1-0 no-hitter into the seventh inning before giving up a two-run home run to Joe Medwick of the New York Giants. The only Giants hit of the day was that home run, and Chance wins his own game by clearing the bases with a triple in the ninth. Now we have another great inspired uh, this day in baseball theme and it happens in 1955 at Ebbets Field as Carl Ferrillo hits his sixth home run of the season with Jackie Robinson on base in the 12th inning to give the Brooklyn Dodgers a 2-0 victory over the Milwaukee Braves. That's thisdayinbaseball.com. Make sure you check them out. We have a great link uh, to their site both in the show notes and on jerseydispatch.com for this May 2nd. And our next stop on baseball, as always, we stop over at J. Daniel site, 80sbaseball.com. Talks about some great events that happened on May 2nd, uh, including some birthdays of players that played in the 1980s. And he also talks about some big days. In May 2nd, 1982, Simba goes two for three. Ted Simmons uh, with uh, home runs from each side of the plate and six RBIs and an 11-4 Brewers win over the Twins. He could always get the, those uh, catchy hits there. And, you know, there's much more on 80sbaseball.com for May 2nd. We don't want to spoil it for you. We want you to go there. We have a link in the show notes uh, to get you to 80sbaseball.com. Then hit forward slash May 2nd, and you'll take it to Or you follow the link we have on jerseydispatch.com for May 2nd. Our next stop is in the NBA, and NBA.com tells us on May 2nd, 1968, Bill Russell won his first National Basketball Association title as a player coach of the Celtics when the Boston Celtics, his team, defeated the host LA Lakers 124-109 in Game 6 of the NBA Finals. On May 2nd, 2017, Isaiah Thomas, the younger one, of course, of the Boston Celtics, scores 53 points and a 129-119 playoff victory over the Washington Wizards. NBA.com gave us that inspiration, and uh, we really appreciate them for that. And we go to the uh, realm of football and on May 2nd. We have some great items on Pigskin Dispatch that we'd love to share. First of all, we have some Hall of Fame birthdays. How about Joe Ute? Born May 2nd, 1887 in St. Louis, Missouri. He's a halfback from Texas A&M from 1905 to 1907. Uh, we have a nice little write-up on him. He went into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1974. Had a great career. And Richard Ritchie, another call of College Hall of Fame inductee. I was born May 2nd, 1955 in Mineral Wells, Texas. Played for Texas A&I as quarterback was his position. 1973 to 1976. Maybe many of you remember him. He went into the College Football Hall of Fame in 1998 and did, did a lot of stints in coaching in the state of Texas uh, at uh, three colleges, Texas, North Texas, and Texas Tech. Hit all the Texases there in that. Uh, we also have some great events that happen on May 2nd in football history. And one of them that we'd like to share is that the 1978 NFL Draft 
uh, where the Houston Oilers picked Earl Campbell from the University of Texas. Texas is sort of a theme in football for this day, isn't it? Uh, he had a great career. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame enshrined him in 1991, and the College Football Hall of Fame also has uh, inducted him into their museum. Other Hall of Famers coming out of this 1978 draft were James Lofton, the Stanford receiver who went to the Green Bay Packers with the sixth pick, and uh, I'm sorry, Alabama tight end Ozzie Newsom, chosen by the Browns with the 23rd overall selection. In 1983, on the 2nd of May, John Elway was traded from the Baltimore Colts, who had drafted him, and he told him he did not want to play. He was going to go play for the Yankees in baseball. Well, the the uh, Colts traded him to the Broncos uh, for some selections. We got the news on pigskindispatch.com for May 2nd, and I think you definitely want to read up on that because it's quite an interesting story how John Elway set his own place uh, where he wanted to play uh, very similar to the Eli Manning story years later how he didn't want to play and uh, was a big name coming in the draft and ended up forcing a trade between two of the NFL franchises well that's our sports history for today we love that you joined us once again we thank you for that uh, spending part of your day with us and we'd like to do it each and every day as we have plenty of podcasts coming out and sharing sports history with you either on Pigskin Dispatch or on Jersey Dispatch and uh, we'd love to have you join us each day until tomorrow everybody have a great sports history day we're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history we invite you to check out our websites jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com not only see the daily sports history but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games find us on pigskin dispatch it's also on social media outlets of facebook twitter instagram and don't forget the pigskin dispatch youtube channel to get all your daily sports history Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.